On June 9, 2022, Nicholas John Roski, 26, of Simi Valley, California, was arrested after he had traveled from California to the Chevy Chase, Maryland home of Justice Brett Kavanaugh. In federal charging documents, Roski, who admitted to fearing Kavanaugh would vote against abortion and in favor of gun rights, had with him a loaded semi-automatic pistol, a knife, burglary tools, and ominously zip ties. I mention ominously because Justice Kavanaugh shares that home in Chevy Chase with his wife and two daughters. Quick action on the part of two deputy United States Marshals who were guarding the Kavanaugh home. State and local police resulted in the apprehension of Roski before he was able to effect any violence towards the, the Kavanaugh's. He has pled not guilty to the federal charges of attempted murder. It's interesting to note how narrowly the U.S. Attorney in Maryland has, has charged Roski as opposed to adding additional charges including domestic terrorism. On June 24th, 2022, at approximately 10.15 a.m., the Supreme Court of the United States released the opinion on Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization unleashing opponents, parades, and marches outside of the homes of the Sixth Justice Majority. Groups have taken to the Internet and social media and have not only published the addresses of the, the justices' homes, but have also coordinated parades and marches and picket lines outside of their private residences. All of this is in direct contradiction to a federal statute, 18 United States Code, Section 1507, says it is illegal to attempt to influence judicial officers, including judges, jurors, and judicial proceedings. There are penalties attached to this section of the, the federal law, which include imprisonment and fines up to $5,000. It begs the question, knowing that there is a federal statute, why has the Federal Department of Justice declined to use it and to charge individuals who are plainly breaking the law? On the heels of the June 24th decision by the Supreme Court, President Biden has lashed out at the court and at its ruling on several occasions.
Subsequently, there have been calls for the impeachment of Associate Justice Clarence Thomas, the author of the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin case, the Second Amendment case. Interestingly, Thomas is also part of that six-justice majority that decided on the Dobbs case. In fact, there have been calls by a member of Congress who has said that the entire court should be abolished. And, of course, where would that leave the justice system as we, know, as we know it, as we understand it, as it has stood since the adoption of the Constitution. Not prudent, not reasoned, not logical. But it makes great political headline. We'll see what traction that proposal gets, hopefully very little to none. Most recently, on July 6th, there was a news article that appeared in the Washington Post saying that Justice Kavanaugh uh, was essentially chased out of Morton's Steakhouse by unruly demonstrators who entered the, the privately owned restaurant and disrupted not only Kavanaugh's dinner, but the dinners of other patrons. I congratulate Morton's for quickly expressing their displeasure at what had occurred in their Washington restaurant, and beyond that, simply saying that the, the protesters were wrong in taking the action that they took At least Morton's spoke out. Domestic partisan politics aside, the issue of abortion as decided by the court is one that needs to be resolved at the ballot box, specifically by state legislatures. As an aside, for the past several decades, since the Roe decision, State legislatures have been the unknown element in American government. Local government, the average citizen understands, be it a councilman, a mayor, a select board. Federal government, that concept is understood. Congress, House of Representatives, Senate, President. But when we get to state law, when we get to the state lawmaking bodies, there it gets a little fuzzy. It's kind of like the frosting between two layers of cake. You know it is there, but you really don't pay as much attention to it as you do those other two layers. In any event, this is a question 
that is not rhetorical. The hunting down of any judicial officer has no place in the American public square. I will suggest that it's not only uncivil behavior, it's criminal behavior. And that criminal behavior has to be prosecuted. Thank you for listening uh, to this uh, latest episode of Law with Mr. Lafayette. I invite you, I invite you to uh, join or to subscribe to this podcast, which is available on several listening platforms, including Amazon Music and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor, to name but four. Thank you.